מלכים א', פרק י"ז, י"ח. אנחנו נקרא את תפילת אליהו על הער הכרמל. אנחנו נתחיל במלכים א', פרק י"ח, פסוק 36. מלכים א', י"ח, 36. And that I have done all these things at your word. Elijah had restored the altar of the Lord which had been broken down. אלוהים החזיר את מזבח אדוני שנשבר שעם 12 האבנים שמסמל את 12 השבטים. מספר 12 זה הרבה יותר מ-12 השבטים, זה מספר של 12 מלכויות. 12 שערי בירושלים, 12 שלחים שהקורבן המושלם בשבילנו המשיח מת בירושלים. החיה שנטבחה פה, הדם, העץ, המים, הכל אירע על קורבן המשיח בגולגולתה. אליהו לא ידע את זה כמובן, אבל אני ואתם יודעים את זה. כאשר התפלל את התפילה הפשוטה הזאת, הוא ניבא ששתים עשרה אבנים שמראים את האחדות של שתים עשרה השבטים, בגלל שעשרה שבטים היו מופרדים משני השבטים בצפון. והיום זה בעצם דבר נבואי בשבילנו שכל השבטים בעצם מאוחדים ביחד וחוזרים לארץ כדי שרוח הקודש תיפול עליהם. Back to you again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice, the wood and the stones and the dust. It licked up the water that was in the trench. ותיפול אש אדוני ותאכל את העולה ואת העצים ואת האבנים ואת העפר ואת המים ואת אשר בתעלה לחיקה. 
The Lord, He is God. Adonai, who Elohim? The Lord, He is God. I want to talk to you about fall on your face. Let me say it again. Fall on your face. Now, Holy Spirit, thank you for your wonderful anointing. Open your word to us. Speak to us. Thank you for the anointed word. Take us somewhere. Don't let us leave this place the way we came in. Bring us closer to you, Abba. Through Mashiach Yeshua. Amen. Amen. As Elijah prayed this simple prayer, and when he finished, all of a sudden the heavens opened. Supernatural fire came hurtling down on the top of Mount Carmel. The people, all the families, all the grandparents, all the tribal chiefs that had all gathered on Mount Carmel. They must have looked up and saw the heavens open. It probably was a little terrifying. The fire came down and it hit the, the bull that had been chopped up. The bull caught on fire. The wood caught on fire. Everything was burned up. The stones were burned up. There was nothing left but ashes. God had returned to Israel. And when the people saw it, it says they all fell on their face. And they cried out, it's not Baal, it's not the false gods, it's Adonai, it's Elohim, he is the true God. Now I want to ask you a question. Why did they fall on their face? Why didn't they just keep standing and say it? Or why didn't they kneel down? They fell on their face. Let me submit this to you. When we know him, when we have a deep experiential revelation of God, I would submit to you the only proper place for us to be is to fall on our face. If you fall on your face and you lay down on your face, you can't get any lower unless you dig a ditch or something. It's as low as you can go. And when we get in that proper place with Him, when he is everything and we are nothing when it is really real that I, I have been crucified with Messiah 
it's no longer I who live, but he lives in me. And I get on my face because the glory of the Lord has returned. Our God is an all-consuming fire. In Hebrew, it means he has a burning jealousy for his people. He came back as this burning, jealous fire. The sacrifice was accepted. It burst into flames. The fear of the Lord was all through the camp. You know what our nation needs? It needs the Lord to return in such majesty and glory and power that our people will fall on their face and we lead the way so that there's nothing left but us on our face and the glory of the Lord. Now, when you're on your face, we had an all-night praise and prayer meeting here last weekend. We move all these chairs out and everything. There was a lot of joy and dancing and other things. But there were seasons when people were prostrate on their faces. And when you're prostrate on your face, the word, the root of the word, it's a wonderful word. It even has the sense of kissing. Being in such, in such a relationship with someone so superior than you. That when that happens, you get revelation. You meet him in a different way. You know, I've, I've had times when he's come upon me and I can't move, and I'm prostrate. And you, you experience that there's nothing left. And finally realize that's what he wants. <laughs> that it's all of him and none of me. And because of my pride and my background in show business and all that, he's had to do a lot of burning, and he still is. So it costs you everything when you end up falling on your face. But you know what? There's nothing that could compare to be in that place with the glory of God being transformed in His presence where, where time stops, where the reality of the kingdom of God is greater than, than what's around us. And this is what we need. We need such a desperation for God. Now maybe you don't fall on your face literally all the time, but I mean really getting in touch with God. Turn to Genesis chapter 17. It's not on there. Genesis chapter 17. Verse 
אברהם ואברהם צייט. והוא הלך לאן שהוא לא ידע לאן ללכת. למה אלוהים עשה זאת? למה הוא לא אמר לו? שאתה תגמור בסוף בכנען? שאתה תקנה חלקה בחברון? יהיה לך ילדים? אפילו שאתה יותר זקוקים למה הוא לא אמר לו את כל אלה? ב-89 כאשר קרן ודייוויד באו לארץ אלוהים אמר להם לפתוח מרכז שיקום לנרקומן ליהודים וערבים הקריאה של אברהם הייתה קריאה שלנו לא ידענו לאן אנחנו הולכים But the Lord brought us up here. The reason he does this, it draws you close to him. If you knew the end from the beginning, if we knew we were going to have a women's refuge in Sudanese, אם ידענו שהיה לנו פה מרכז, יהיה לנו מרכז שיקום לנשים מסודן. אנחנו ידענו שברית המועצות נופלת. ב-91 באמת זה קרה. לא ידענו בדיוק מתי זה יקרה, אבל ידענו שזה יקרה. אפשר לקבל הללויה בשביל זה? We saw you come on the boats, hallelujah. But we didn't know this. But God only gives you a piece at a time because, so you'll stay closer to him and get more deep with him. We didn't know somebody was going to give us a piece of land, the highest point of Mount Carmel, free. אנחנו לא ידענו שמי שייתן לנו בחינם חלקת אדמה על המקום הכי גבוה בארקמל. היינו בטח באים לפה ומתווכחים עם אנשים, תנו לנו את זה. 
When Abraham, who was 99 years old, Abraham, and God loved this man, they had covenant conversations all the time. And he said, I love you so much. I'm not just Elohim. I say just Elohim, the creator God. I'm not just Jehovah. I'm El Shaddai. I'm everything you need. I'm God. He was revealing names of himself to, to Abraham. And when Abraham heard it, what would we do? Say, oh, thanks. He fell on his face. All he could do was worship him. I know he was thinking, why me? That's what David the king used to say. I was tending sheep. Well, how this happened to me? He fell on his face in adoration, in worship. A few minutes later, the Lord says, you're going to have a baby. Sarah's going to have a baby. What did Abraham do? He fell on his face. Now he laughed. He laughed. I don't think he was laughing mockingly. I think he was laughing in belief and joy. Oh my. This is so wonderful. Have you ever had a holy laugh when God is doing something so wonderful? But in each conversation, each confrontation with God, Abraham would end up on his face. When the three angels and the Lord came to meet him in the, when he was sitting in his tent at the heat of the day, this old man ran around serving them, getting down on his knee. He just to be in the presence of God. He <laughs> fell on his face because he loved the Lord with all his heart. Now, when the fire comes, they all fell on their face. This is going to happen to our entire. Nation. When we look on him whom we've pierced, and when we turn to him and the whole nation falls on their face, he's coming back to the Mount of Olives and it won't be some Muslim state. It won't be some Muslim state. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the stakes are over here. The enemy is trying to stop the purposes of God. Listen. Have you ever been on your face? It's wonderful. I mean, you're totally helpless. Why is it through the Tanakh and through the Brit Hadash of the New Covenant, why are people falling on their face but people don't do it anymore? Now, I'm not saying practice falling on your face. Practice is presence. We've been blessed that finally after 13 years, we're painting our apartment. We had our 
dinner last night in our dining room that has this, this golden walls now. I felt like I was in the King's Palace. Where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where did he go? He's painting it. Anyway. Luke finished Karen's prayer room. It's beautiful. But she has rugs in there. She told me this morning, now I can get on my face. Hallelujah. All that junk was taken out of there. Praise God. Find a place where you can fall. We have rugs in the prayer cave. Go down there and get on your face. Listen, it's, 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 it's a gesture of total worship and obedience to El Shaddai. Turn to Ezekiel chapter 1. Ezekiel chapter 1, he was in captivity and had this awesome, awesome revelation of the glory of God. Verse 26. And above the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne in appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. He has this, this prophet has this awesome revelation of the glory of God. And above the glory, the rainbows and the thunderings and the creatures and all the rest of it. He looks up there and he sees a man. I wonder who it is. He sees a man above all of this. And look at verse 27. Also from the appearance of his waist upward, I saw as it were the color of amber and the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire with brightness all around. This is our God. Verse 28. Like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice of one speaking. And it says the Holy the Spirit entered into him. When you discipline yourself so you have these deep, deep times of encounter with God, you will get fresh power you will have a new love affair with the Lord. You will have a, a, a greater, deeper understanding of some of his attributes. Recently, his long suffering has been 
לאחרונה אורך רוח בעצם זה היה הדבר שהוא באמת משרת אותו. כל מה שהאנושות העבירה אותו ועדיין יש לו סובלנות ואורך רוח. ואתם מקבלים התגלויות חדשות של מי הוא. יחזקאל גימל פסוק 22 And the hand of the Lord was upon me there, and he said to me, Arise, go out into the plain, and there I shall talk to you. And I want to say to all of you, Get up from where you are. Go out into the plain. Find the place where you can be alone with him. Take your worship music if you want, I do. תיקחו את המוזיקה שלכם איתכם, תיקחי את התנ״ך, אני לוקח איזה דף כדי לרשום כל מיני דברים, לכו לשם ותנו לו לדבר אליכם. הנביא צייט, פסוק 23, ואקום ואצא לבקעה והנה שם כבוד אדוני עומד ככבוד אשר ראיתי על נהר כבר ואפול על פניי. אם הוא לא היה נכנס לנוכחות של האדון ובעצם לא יודע את ההתגלות הבאה. רוח אדוני באה עליו שוב. אלוהים אמר לו לך לביתך ושר סגור את הדלת אחריך. אלוהים אמר לי את זאת פעם. ואז הוא שחרר לו את הדבר שצריך להמר. אנשי האלוהים האלה. בתנ״ך. had such a revelation and a hunger and a desperation of God. And we're all modern. You know, these people lived in tents. Had a donkey if they had a little money. Elijah hung out in caves and the glory of the Lord would meet him there. But we have all these modern conveniences and distractions. We have iPods and I don't know what all we have. And God is saying, go out into the plain so I can speak to you. And when he does, you'll be undone. You'll be on your face. You might be laughing on your face. You might be sobbing on your face. You might just be in the, in the, in the presence of the awe and the beauty and the wonder of God. But we race through our Bible reading. One chapter, one psalm, something in the new covenant. And off we go to work or wherever and we haven't had any encounter with God at all. The splendor, the honor of God, the glory of God. In Hebrew it's kavod. Kavod Adonai. It means, it, the root is kavod, which means heavy. Ashorish be'etzim ze kavod. When the glory of God comes on you, it is heavy. 
The only place you can go is down. The glory of God is a, it's a weight. It's weighty. It's glorious. It's wonderful. It's splendid. It's splendid. It's majesty. When we were designing, designing this building, we kept telling the architect and the engineer. The architect was a messianic Jew and the engineer is a beautiful Christian Arab. saying we need intimacy so I can come out here and talk to you. Hallelujah. And we need majesty. And they would say, you can't have both. See, you usually think of intimate with a low ceiling and everything kind of cramped. And I said, well, that's what the Lord is saying. We need a place where His majesty can be poured out and where we can be intimate with Him. After a lot of prayer, they came up with this. Hallelujah. And I said, no, no pillars, no obstructed views. You guys figure out how to do it. So there are ten cantilever, cantilevered pillars here. It's called bridge construction. That's the way you hold up bridges. There's so much steel in those pressure points there, the, the engineer just kept putting more steel in there as we were pouring the concrete. But look, this is God's house. He's majestic. And we, we tend to come to his house and we don't get a taste of his majesty. Praise, Praise the Lord for what he's doing in the worship and what happened today even though half the team wasn't here. But we need, we need to taste of his glory. He's glorious. And when we get into that place where we're stretched out before him, you know, Elijah stretched himself out on a dead boy. Elijah was on his face on top of a dead boy. Stretched out. Crying out for the Lord to raise that boy from the dead. The first thing that happened, the boy's eyes fluttered open and he looked up and there was his spiritual father laying on him praying for him. The glory of God came into that place. He came downstairs to the widow and said, Here's your son. The glory of God was in the place. Because somebody stretched themselves out to the Lord. Turn to Ezekiel 43 for a moment. Ezekiel 43. Verse 3. It was like the appearance of the vision that I saw, like the vision when I saw, when I came to destroy the city. The visions were like the visions which I saw by the river Chebar, and I fell on my face. 
בבואי לשחט את העיר, וממראות כמראה אשר ראיתי, אל הנהר כבר, ואפול על פניי. One man. איש אחד. One intercessor. מפגיע אחד. All prophets are intercessors. כל הנביאים היו מפגיעים. One man cried out. אחד שצעק. ראינו את כבוד אדוני ממלא את הבית. זה מה שאנחנו צריכים. זה מה שצריכים בבית שלכם. אתם המקדש של רוח הקודש. אתם צריכים ללכת בהתחזות וכבוד אדוני. אתם יודעים משהו? that there's a flaming sword at the door of God's house. That this is a holy place. In all houses of worship, true worship should be a holy place. And when we come, when we come in here, we're not, not יש להם זכות לעשות את זה לאלוהים. זה המקום שבו אנחנו כולנו על הפנים ונפגשים עם אל שדאי. אל גיבור. אל גיבור. אל עליון. אביעד. שר שלום. זה מי שאנחנו פוגשים. ושם אנחנו בעצם משתנים. בתוך הארון התפילה. These encounters is where we get transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. It says it over, the Holy Spirit kept coming into him every time he had an encounter with the Lord. Turn to Matthew 26. Matthew 26. פרסוקשלושימתשע. had been praying in the garden of Gethsemane. And it says he went a little farther and he fell on his face. Our Lord Yeshua fell on his face and cried out from the depths of his being if this cup that I'm about to drink could only be removed. He said, if it's possible, let it pass, but nevertheless you'll hold it. He was about to take on him all of our spiritual laziness. All of our lack of spiritual discipline. כל החוסר הרוחניות שאנחנו יודעים שלנו, כל הכעס והרצח וכל מה 
לזמן של תפילה. תהיו נואשים. לחפש אותו. ואל תצאו עד שהיה לכם מגע או מפגש עם אלוהים. תמיד הוא רוצה לחלוק את עצמו עם ילדיו. Go a little farther. He's speaking to me about this. He's speaking to you about it. We have got to go farther. If the Messiah, if Yeshua, fell on his face, who are we to stay on our feet? שנשאר על רגלינו. And sit around and pray this prayer and pray that prayer or sing a little song. Now, he was in, in Gat Shemin, Gethsemane. Gethsemane is an oil press. That's what the word means. Gat Shemin. Shemin is oil. In the Mount of Olives, which is covered with olive trees, those are olive trees out there. When the rain comes, Lord willing, we'll shake them and we'll get the olives off them. In those days, they hollowed out a stone thing, a stone basin. The family shook the olive trees. They, they put the olives in there. This thing had a spout on it. And desire earnestly the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Pursue love. And pursue the gifts. Love is the first fruit of the Spirit. Pursue it. Pursue Him. Get stretched out to Him. He did it for you and me. Now turn, turn to Revelations chapter 1. Revelations chapter 1. Verse 12. 
יוחנן היה ברוח אדוני באותו יום. אני מקווה שאנחנו ברוח כל יום. פסוק 12. ופניתי לראות את הקול המדבר אליי, וכשפניתי ראיתי שבע מנורות זהב. יוחנן ראה שבע מנורות או שבע לאמפסטנדס. יוחנן ראה שבע מנורות זהב. And standing in the middle, עומד, in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, girded about the chest with a golden band. What if the apostle hadn't turned around to see what was going on? What if he just said, well, I'm too busy, I'm not going to turn around. He turns around and there is the glorified Messiah right in front of him. Verse 14. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flaming fire. He's our king. He's the high priest. He's dressed like one. His eyes are a flaming fire looking at his body. They're like laser beams looking into me. And, and John was more intimate with him than anyone. John had laid his head on the breast of Yeshua at the at the last Seder that Yeshua had at Pesach in Jerusalem. John, in the natural, had a sense of moving with the heartbeat of the Messiah. But here, he turns around and gets such a revelation An experience with the glory of who this God is that Ezekiel saw up above the glory. Verse 15, his feet were like fine brass as a refined furnace, his voice the sound of many waters. He was shining like the sun. Have you ever tried to look at the sun? He was shining like the sun. Look, in, in the, the new Jerusalem, there won't be any light switches. He will be all the light. Hallelujah. My friends, this is what we need. Verse 17, when I saw him, I said, wow, and went on about my business. I fell at his feet as a dead man. That's the only place we can be when we meet the glorious one. But hallelujah, he puts his hand on him and starts talking to him. Put his right hand on me and he says, don't be afraid, I'm the beginning, I'm everything. My friends, John got a new revelation. If John, the apostle Yochanan, he needed this, what about me? 
I better get on my face. אני צריך ליפול על פניי. I need more of him. אני צריך יותר ממנו. I need more revelation. I, but it's experiential. It's not just reading it. זה לא רק לקרוא את זה, זה גם התנסות. He revealed himself in all his wisdom, his omniscience. He knows everything. הוא מגלה את עצמו בידע, הוא בעצם יודע הכל. The brass shoes, I mean, it was all authority and power and kingdom. הכל היה סמכות וכוח ומלכות. And he falls on his face. Hallelujah. The majesty of the Lord had been revealed to him. Turn to Revelation chapter 4. Verse 10. Yeah, let's read that. The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him, who lives forever and ever, and cast their crowns before his throne. You know, all through the book of Revelations, John gets a fresh revelation of the glory of God. יוחנן מקבל התגלות חדשה של כבוד אלוהים. ו-24 זקנים. וארבעה יצורים. ולבסוף כולם בעצם. נופלים על פליהם. נראה ש-24 זקנים יושבים על הכיסאות שלהם ואז הם נופלים על הרצפה ואז עוד פעם. כל מה שיכלו לשיר בעצם קדוש קדוש קדוש. זה המקום המתאים לכם ולי. You know, this is what the, the, the Lord wants us to get into the proper relationship with Him. It means to prostrate yourself. It means to adore Him. It means to kiss Him. Look at chapter 5, verse 8. Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures, the 24 elders, fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, and they sang a new song. וכשלקח אותו נפלו עשרים אחיות ועשרים וארבע הזקנים לפני הסלל לכל אחד נבל וקערות מלאות קטורת ושרו שיר חדש. אתם צריכים שיר חדש? או רק המדריך השתחוויה? הרבה יכולים לקבל את זאת. אתם לא יודעים שאתם צריכים שיר חדש? זה לא לשיר עליו, זה לשיר לו. Have you ever received the song of the Lord? Then fall on your face and get it. Here in heaven, all they can do is fall on their face, fall on their face. 
כל הזמן. Prostrated before the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. השתחוו לפני המלך, לפני השא שנשחט. Don't you want to know him that way? האם אתם לא רוצים להכיר אותו כך? Are you desperate for more of him? האם אתם נואשים ליותר ממנו? It means that spiritually, or it might be physically, or emotionally, falling on your face. It's not you, it's him. באופן רוחני או פיזי, זה לא אתם, זה הוא, להשתחוות לפניו. Look at chapter 7:11. ו- אלוהים מנגן שיר דרכם מאלה שבשמיים. אם אתם גם נבל וגם תורת, אם אתה גם מנהיג וגם מפגיע, תסתכלו בפרק 7, פסוק 11. כל המלאכים עמדו סביב לכיסא והזקנים ולארבעה חיות, הם נפלו על פניהם לפני הכיסא והשתחוו לאלוהים. אתם יודעים שבנצח, אלה שמאיתנו שיהיו שם, מלאכים יפלו. Can you see Gabriel and Michael? I have the feeling they're really big ones. And we're all falling on our face before the throne of the Lamb. And more revelation and more love and more eternal blessings being poured out. My friends, get on your face. Do some face time. תעשו קצת זמן על הפנים. אתם תהיו פנים אל פנים איתו, אפילו שאתם על הרצפה. אני באמת פוגש אותו פנים אל פנים. פרק 19, פסוק 4. הללויה. בעשרים וארבע עסקינים וארבעה חיות נפלו והשתחוו לאלוהים היושב על הכיסא באומרן אמן הללויה. אתה רוצים להשתנות? אתם אם אתם נואשים לעוד מאדוני? האם אתם רוצים לבוא ליפול על פניכם ולפניו? אתם לא צריכים לעשות את זה פה היום או באופן מילולי. אם הוא יעשה לכם את זה אז אתם לא תקומו. אם אתם נואשים לאדון. for the nation to cry Adonai who Elohim for the nation to cry El Shaddai El Gibor Aviad Peleoetz Sar Shalom for the nation to have such encounter with the Lord that we all prostrate ourselves and the glory of God returns to Israel 
and the Lord's purposes are fulfilled as he fulfills his purposes in Jerusalem. Now, if you haven't been spending deep, desperate times with the Lord, this is your moment to tell him, I'm going to start. I'm going to get into that secret place. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. If the Holy Spirit has been drawing you, I know He's been speaking to some of you. You haven't had the kind of deep times of the Lord you know you need. He's, he's, he's saying this to you, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Run to him. This altar is open if you want to come and just spend a couple of minutes with him. You just come. Who, whoever you are. Just come. Thank you for what you did in the garden. Thank you for how you fell on your face for us. Help us, Lord, to be desperate for you, to want fresh revelation of who you are. Like you gave John on the Isle of Patmos. Hallelujah. Help us humble ourselves, Lord. Under your mighty hand. You are the creator. You're the sustainer. You're the good shepherd. You're everything we need. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. Lord, after we've been on our face before you, we are so anointed by your Holy Spirit. We are so transformed even from glory to glory. Give us a holy desperation for more of you, Yeshua. Worship him. Sing him a love song. Tell him you love him.
Let's sing with the angels. All they can sing is Kadosh.
prostrate your body, Lord, until you come in the fullness. ocean of grace ask him for grace for your need whatever the need is I know what some of them are he knows all of them his grace is sufficient his power his strength is made perfect in weakness will be revealed and every eye will see him we will all look on him whom we pierced hallelujah thank you Lord that you're coming on the clouds you're coming Lord with the, with the glorified ones we long for that day Lord help us get on our faces and to stay there in that posture of desperation and adoration you're worthy of our praise the Lord bless you the Lord keep you the Lord cause his face to shine upon you Lord shine your face on us so we fall at your feet lift up your countenance upon us thank you that you're gracious to us we thank you for your perfect Shalom. In the name of Sar Shalom. Yeshua. Kidon, will you pray the ironic blessing over the people? Those of you in your seats, turn to someone and say, I'm going to get on my face. Hallelujah. Have a great week. Stay on your face.